In partnership with RFN Studios, this is the Vineyard Christian Fellowship of Yakima. Christian Fellowship of Yakima. This is Dusty, one of the pastors here. Welcome to Easter Sunday. He is risen. Jesus is risen. He defeated death for us. The grave, it says, Paul says, could not hold him. That's good news. That's good news for you. It's good news for me. It's good news for our world. It means that we have a living God who can redeem all things, all these things that are broken, all these things that are so difficult in our world today. Because Jesus destroyed death, because Jesus overcame the grave, we have hope. He is risen. In Luke 18, 1 through 34, it says this, that Jesus took the 12 aside and he told them, we're going up to Jerusalem and everything that is written by the prophets about the Son of Man will be fulfilled. He will be delivered over to the Gentiles. They will mock him, insult him, and spit on him. They will flog him and kill him. But on the third day, he will rise again. The disciples did not understand any of this. It's Its meaning was hidden from them, and they did not know what he was talking about. It's encouraging to me that even these followers, the disciples, who saw Jesus walk on the water, multiply food, raise the dead, did not really think he meant it. Peter was like, Lord, no, no, they they can't kill you. And, And Jesus rebuked him. Maybe... Maybe you've been doubting God means to do all that he says he will. I mean, heck, even the disciples did. So we're in good company, right? <laughs> like even if we're doubt, we struggle with doubting God, the disciples were like, Jesus, are you actually going to do what you say you're going to do? Here's the thing, though. God always follows through but it may not always look exactly the way that we assume that it will. Maybe you've been wrestling with your faith lately. I mean, these times that we're in, you know, it wouldn't be a surprise, right? Maybe you've been wrestling with the idea of Jesus himself. This is Resurrection Sunday. It is a good day to have your faith come back from the dead. It is a good day to re-engage with your Savior and recognize all that he's done for you, to respond and join with him in redeeming a world that we broke apart, that sin destroyed. See, we serve a living God. And so all things are possible because Jesus overcame the grave, because Jesus came back from the dead, because the grave could not hold him, even though he was tortured and crucified and reviled, 
and died. He was for a moment separated from the Father. It caused him great anguish, great pain. But you know what? That did not hold him. And our current circumstances, our situations we're in that we're struggling with right now, those things will not hold us. We will rise just as Jesus rose. He is the creator of all things. And he can create a new heart in us. I've been kind of living in the Psalms lately. I've just, I've been reading Psalms every day. And in Psalms 51, 1 through 10, it, it jumped out at me this morning and, or uh, yesterday. And so I wanted to read this to you. So Psalms 51, 1 through 10. David's crying out, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight. That you may be found when you speak and blameless when you judge. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity and in sin my mother conceived me. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part you will make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear joy and gladness, that the bones you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me by your generous spirit. See, God, because of Christ's sacrifice, we can be saved. Because of Christ's sacrifice, we get to be washed whiter than snow. Because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, we're made clean, we're made whole, we're made right in the face of God. God is so good, and we need to embrace the goodness of God. Hebrews 4, 14 through 16 says this, Since we have a high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. See, Jesus understands our, our weakness. But Jesus, one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin, let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Find grace to help in time of need. We're in a time of need. And God's mercy and God's grace is there for us. He can clean us. He can make us whole. <coughs> Excuse me. As I came into church this Easter Sunday, it was just me today. And that was both okay and, and kind of not okay. I mean, I... I'm like, I'm all right. I'm, I'm doing pretty well at the moment. 
Um, I had a couple of weeks where I was really struggling. Um, but in the last few weeks, I don't know, I've had a sense of renewed hope and even joy and peace that I've been missing for a while um, since everything started. And, you know, part of it's probably having to do with Easter and recognizing the goodness of God and the fact that Christ overcame death and, and like that I get to play a part in that. And then some that victory is in part mine because I'm a child of God. And so that's kind of changed my perspective a little bit. But like, even if it's just me here, Christ is risen. If there were so many people here at this building that they were hanging out of the windows, Christ is still risen. See, Christ's victory is not dependent on my personal circumstance. God is on the throne. He's eternal. He's the I am. He was the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. And he's above our current circumstances. God exists outside of space-time. He's in his own space. And so his victory is an eternal victory. And my momentary trouble, my momentary travail, my momentary discomfort when viewed in the light of the eternal victory of Jesus Christ is just dust. You know, there was a amazing group from the 70s by the name of Kansas sang this song about dust in the wind. And I, like our momentary times, you know, it's just like dust in the wind in comparison to the victory of Jesus Christ. I felt the Holy Spirit speak to me as I was kind of thinking about this and Large crowds, small crowds, no crowd. I preach for an audience of one. I serve for an audience of one. And I live for an audience of one. And that's the Lord my God. That's Jesus Christ. That's the Father. It's the Holy Spirit who moves in me and through me. That's who I serve. And so, you know, it just... It doesn't have to matter. It doesn't matter. Because I'm doing what God has asked me to do. And that's enough. And I encourage you to do the same thing. What is it God's calling you to do? What is your response to the resurrection? What is your response to the goodness of God and what Christ did for you? And how will you serve him? How will you live for him? In James 1.3, it says this. You know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up power for you to endure all things. Boy, is that comforting to me. Like, you know, God knows when I'm struggling. God knows when I'm having a hard time. And he'll stir up the power in me to endure. And he'll stir up the power in you to endure. My lovely wife, she had posted this reminder this week. But see, that first Easter, it wasn't like we're used to. There wasn't celebrations and food and family and cool hats and people laughing and hugging each other. It wasn't anything like that. The disciples were hiding in their homes. See, they were known to travel with Jesus, that guy who was just publicly crucified by the Roman government. And by the Jewish leaders, they were his posse. They hung out together. They were a crew. 
They might be the next to die. So they were afraid. They were hiding out. They were without hope. They were in their own homes, separated, alone, kind of like a lot of us are today. So this Easter is maybe more Eastery than any other Easter before, as far as the first century church in comparison. It's more like what those original disciples experienced until women appeared at their door. See, Jesus had appeared to those ladies who showed up to honor and serve him, even after his death. And then they carried that hope to the doors of the disciple. They proclaimed that he is risen. I don't think that it's chance that he showed up to these women first. See, they showed up to serve and they showed up to care for his body at the tomb. They were there to care for Jesus, even though he was dead. They were still trying to serve God. And their heart of service for the Lord, because they were seeking to care for Jesus. You know, there's, it reminds me kind of the story of Mary and Martha. You know, Mary just wanted to sit at the feet of Jesus and be in his presence. These women, they wanted to serve him. Us guys have a lot to learn from our female friends and family members of how to just sit at the feet of Jesus and just be with him. I'll admit, I tend to be more of a Martha. Like, give me something to do. What can I do? What can I put my hands to? Most of my friends know, like, I'll show up at a party and then be like, okay, so what can I do? I can't just sit here. <laughs> Let me cook something. Let me help clean. Let me, you know, I'm just, that's kind of how I'm geared. Um, but real blessing is found by sitting at the feet of Jesus and having intimacy with him. My wonderful mom reminded me of one of my favorite Keith Green songs this week. A lot of people have been encouraging me. You know, it seems like sometimes when you're struggling, it's funny how God sends people to, to give you encouragement. Um, but she shared uh, this Keith Green song with me. And I wanted to end today um, with the lyrics from this song because I just think that they're incredible. And I also think that they're, they're very pertinent for where we are today. Um, and I'm going to do you the grace of me not actually singing it. Uh, we will just treat these lyrics as poetry, which they are. So the song is called Rushing Wind by Keith Green. And I encourage you to go find it and listen to it. Keith Green, one of my absolute favorite Christian musicians of all time. Um, he just had a passion for God that was unmistakable. Uh, so anyway, rushing wind blew through this temple, blowing out the dust within. Come and breathe your breath upon me. I've been born again. Holy Spirit, I surrender. Take me where you want to go. Plant me by your living water. Plant me deep so I can grow. Jesus, you're the one who sets my spirit free. Use me, Lord. Glorify your holy name through me. Separate me from this world, Lord. Sanctify my life for you. Daily change me to your image. Help me bear good fruit. Every day, you're drawing closer. Trials come to test my faith, but when all is said and done, Lord, you know it was worth the wait. 
Jesus, you're the one who set my spirit free. Use me, Lord. Glorify your holy name through me. Rushing wind blow through this temple, blowing out the dust within. Come and breathe your breath upon me, for I have been born again. Let's end in a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, would you, in conjunction with the Holy Spirit and God our Father, Lord, would you blow out the dust that has been gathering in our temples, God? Lord, would you blow out the dust in our hearts? Lord, would you create a new heart in us? Lord, would you give us a renewed passion to share your love and grace and mercy with others, Jesus? Lord, would you clean us? Would you sanctify us? Would you purify us? Would you make us holy before you, God? Lord, blow out the dust. Would you, by the power of your Holy Spirit, breathe breath on the embers that are our faith? Add new fuel to it, God. Lord, let it become a raging fire, Jesus, that seeks to clean the world, Lord. Lord, can you help us to respond, to engage with that resurrection power that brought you out of the grave, that let you crush death underneath your heel. Lord, give that same life to us today, Lord Jesus. Lord, may we fully embrace all that Easter is. You are risen, God. You are risen, Jesus. You rose from the grave and you have victory over death. And so, Lord, we claim that same victory for each and every one of us, God. And, Lord, may we be able to put our hands to that which you've given us and bring your resurrection power to bear on the world that needs it, Jesus. Lord, we thank you. And, Lord, I pray a blessing on each one of you that sounded my voice this morning.